Welcome everybody to Star Chaser Central, where we are fighting our insatiable need to play Sonic the Hedgehog to bring you all things Charles Hamilton. That's music, moments, and everything in between. I'm Steve Braxton. And my name is Mike D. Jackson. What's up, man? Uh, we're back uh, for another episode, and I'm excited about this. Oh, me too. Uh, this is going to be a real special one indeed. Another one uh, that's a classic to most uh, fans that are old to the series, people that just came into the series, just overall uh, something that I feel that we're going to have a lot of fun with today. For sure. Uh, before we get into that, uh, how you been? Uh, catch us up on your life. Uh, since our last episode, uh, so far so good, nothing crazy. Just working, staying out of trouble. Um, trying to also keep up with Charles. You know, he's still uploading us with new music, asking us about uh, other music. So it's it's. Um, I'm 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 I'm, hang, I'm hanging in there, but I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Uh, getting down to that uh that holiday season. So fun times, but expensive times are coming. But you know, gonna we're gonna we're gonna get through it. Oh yeah, man! Holiday season, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that. So, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, all jam packed in there. Uh, but today <laughs> we are reviewing and re-listening to the iconic Charles Hamilton mixtape "Sonic the Hamilton," um, released in two thousand eight. Uh, I'm gonna let you handle all the historian facts. All right, so um, real, real fun fact for uh, Sonic the Hamilton number one. Um, now, believe it or not, uh, Charles was actually on MTV. He got interviewed on MTV about this tape, and I actually saw this on TV. I was scrolling through either MTV Jams, MTV2. I can't remember which one, but this is like before I was very like familiar with who Charles was as a person, but I remember seeing some of this and just seeing the interview. I'm like, okay, never heard of this guy, but he's talking about Sonic. I like Sonic. I like video games. Um, uh, maybe like a, a couple months later when I actually got in tune with, with Charles, I'm like, oh, wait, I seen him on TV. This is the same guy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Charles was interviewed by MTV. Uh, they just asked him about how he feels about the tape. Uh, why does he always sample Sonic? Why is he talking about video games and whatnot? And he kind of just had to, uh, you know, give people the rundown saying, hey, I'm not crazy. You know, I have my own philosophy with music. You know, I, I feel like I'm I'm Sonic the he Hamilton, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, his whole philosophy about being, uh, like, loving the uh, color pink and everything. Um uh, it was a quick, maybe like five minute video. Unfortunately, it's not on YouTube anymore. You can't find it anywhere. You yeah. know how everyone says the internet is forever. In some cases, it's not. But yeah. um, there, there were uh, three songs that uh, they asked him about, and I guess th these were like maybe the the top three songs, or maybe uh, three big songs that he felt that like everyone should check out. Um, let me go through the uh, track listing real quick because. Um, this tape is actually a uh, pretty long tape. Uh, yeah. So the three songs, I believe it was uh, Let Me Know, Happy Ending, and uh, Swaggerless, oh, Swaggerless Swag, Two Left Feet. Um, but those are the three songs that I guess he wanted everyone to showcase uh, the highs, lows, and the middle. Um, but it was a, I wish there was some video that you guys could see because it was very... Um, you you get to see how Charles was in 2008, and there's not that many videos of him online anymore like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I vaguely remember the video, but you know what? I, I remember more so. Uh, he would play the audio clip from that video. I feel like, and like different yeah. songs. Maybe it was was it MTV Cribs that song? Yeah, uh, MTV yeah. Cribs. Yeah. So I remember, I remember a clip from the uh, audio from that. But yeah, and he'll play it on a lot of the uh, the Mev tapes, from what I remember. But um, yeah, Sonic the Hampton was, again, like I said before, one of the first tapes that I listened to. Uh, so definitely a special place in, in my heart. But we're here to determine if I still feel the same way about it or things have changed. So this is going to be a fun, you know, review of 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 the iconic tape. Uh, I can tell you this, uh, from when I first heard it, I know, yeah. like, 
I, my mind was blown because I think this might have been like the official, like official first tape I ever heard where I was like, oh, he's sampling Sonic. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this yeah. uh, compared to uh, recently where um, I'm just like now it's like, oh, man, it still feels the same with some of the songs I've heard. And then other songs I'm like, OK, well, uh, maybe it's just nostalgia. Maybe, maybe, you know, you got the, you got the glasses on and thinking, oh, you know, this is as great as I thought it was. And times have changed a bit. So. This will be interesting because I was I was just about to ask you that. Uh, what was your first uh, uh, feeling or your first uh, remarks about Todd the Hamilton when you first listened to it? All right. So um, back when I first heard the tape, I kind of like skimmed through it just like to see like what would catch my ear, you know, what would, you know, pop up at me. And uh, just some of the names of the songs, I was just like, okay. Some interesting names. Uh, I don't know what to go with first, but just uh, the first sample I heard, I was like, oh, man, just like he did this because I always wanted to find someone that could actually do that producer wise. Just say, OK, I'm going to take this sonic beat and make it an actual like rap song. But it doesn't have that like kind of like corniness to it, because a lot of times if you heard something like that back in the day, 2008, maybe 2009, maybe um you would hear someone sample a, a, a beat from a video game, but it just sounded like kind of like like something that you would see on YouTube back in like 2006, where it's like, oh, I'll make a cheesy comedy song. And yeah. none of these songs have like some type of comedic feel to it. It, it feels weird, real. It sounds real. And it just sounds good. And it makes you feel good, honestly, if you like it. Yeah, I agree. I, I know what you mean by the by the old video game beats. You would type in oh Sonic type beat, and then you get like a Sonic the Sonic song, but like with some drums behind it and looped up, and that was that was the extent of it. But he definitely does like different things. So you're getting like the Sonic sounds in the back, but you're still getting some drum kits. You're still getting you know some actual work put into the actual beat. And so, and yeah. on top of that, like you said, it's not like it was. It's still about Sonic in in a way, but it's not cringe or corny if that makes sense. Uh, very much so, because uh, this whole tape, he kind of like has to explain that, you know, about how he feels like he's Sonic, but not in a cheesy way. Because of course, if you just take that out of context, it even if I said it, hey, I'm Sonic the Hamilton, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, I'm I'm the blue blur, I'm, I'm the Hedgehog. Of course, you're going to look at me crazy. Uh, okay. Maybe not you, because we know, we know who, who Charles is. Yeah. But um, anyone else would be like, Okay, that makes no sense because you know you could be like, oh, I'm I'm Mario, I'm I'm one of the Mario brothers. You'd say, okay, this guy's crazy, this guy's weird, you know. So, but it doesn't feel like that. And just if you take your time and listen to this tape, you kind of get a better understanding of like what he means by it. So, and his whole philosophy. Yeah. So, um, I was gonna ask you what you thought the theme of the tape itself was. So, for those who don't know, um, basically the tape is. Charles wakes up as Sonic the Hedgehog. So he, he, he wakes up as Sonic and the tape kind of goes through him. It's almost like the, what do you call them? The, the stages of grief kind of, sort of. Yeah. Like, he, like it's denial and like, you know, anger, but then like acceptance by the end of it, right? Uh, and, and that's how the tape goes. It just kind of grows, grows through everything and you kind of get the sense of he's going through. You feel like you're in his mind, right? As the as the entire tape goes on, and what I took from it was is waking up, finally waking up as the person that you've always said that you were, but then being kind of afraid to go outside and people uh, denounce or like um, disagree or like not like who you are as a person but by the end of it, you're like you know what people are gonna like me for me and those who don't i really don't care and that's kind of the theme i got from the tape so i was wondering what you got from it. uh pretty much the same thing and the thing that helps a lot is because um and we don't really see this as much because number one these days is there really a such thing as a as a mixtape? You know, there really no such thing as a mixtape now. Even though Charles wouldn't call this a mixtape, he calls these projects. But regardless, whatever you want to call it, EPLP project, you don't get um 
skits, you know, like he doesn't have like full blown skits, but like near the end of some of these songs or the beginning of them, he kind of narrates it for you and says, okay, like, you know, in the beginning, he talks about, okay, I woke up and I'm Sonic now. What do I do? And then he kind of goes through, like you said, the thought process. Process. Okay, what does Sonic do? Okay, he goes from one end of a zone to another end of a zone. Okay, um, what, what do I do now? And then it's just like, uh, am I really Sonic? Am I really just? Am I still in a dream? Do I need to pinch myself? And then he, I'm still dealing with his own uh, issues as himself, as Charles. So it's just like he's it's, it's a lot going on in his mind and he's just trying to like work through it one day at a time like anybody else so regardless if he is actually sonic if he is charles whoever he is um he's a gifted person he's a talented person and he just wants to showcase uh what he has going on for everyone to see so they could just say, say you know what regardless what he wants to call himself he is uh exactly who he says he is but I, I I I enjoyed the whole process of it. I will say that. Yeah. I feel like this one is I won't I don't know if it's the best production. And when I mean best, I mean uh what I put up there with his top tier production wise. Not sure. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely the most fun because if you're if you're a Sonic fan, if you're into nostalgia, if you're a nineties kid, a lot of those sounds and those themes hit instantly when you hear them. So like you're already you're already gonna give it a listen, even if even if maybe you know you've never you never heard Charles or you never you know you never knew who he was before, based off of the beats themselves, you're like okay, let me give this a shot because it it reminds me of a certain time, and I think that's one of my favorite things about the tape itself. Uh, I agree with you because um, it's one of those things where I think because we're going from. Uh, the first, you know, pink lava lamp, and then we're going from an actual tape from the Hamiltonization process. Um, he was allowed to have a lot more fun with this because, you know, the whole pink lava lamp that was supposed to be like, hey, like this is my debut to the world. This is what I want to put out to everyone and like let them know who I am. But mm-hmm. with an actual project like Sonic the Hamilton, like we said, he he actually sampled a lot of Sonic on here. Like you said, a lot of Sonic sounds, a lot of Sonic beats and instrumentation. Um, it didn't have to be perfect. So sometimes having an, an unpolished sound is actually better because it's rough, it's rugged, and you you don't have to necessarily apologize for that. It's like, hey, this is what it is. Take it or leave it. If you if you like it, cool. If you're more of a, a Mario guy or you're more of a someone else, you're not really one of those mascots. Like. Yeah, you might not you might not be feeling it as much, but it's still um, something that you have to like immerse yourself into because uh, if you're kind of just like not really listening, looking around, you 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 might not uh, you miss you'll miss a lot of stuff, and you might not enjoy it as much as you should. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely one of those things where like if you have a a, a standing knowledge of Sonic the Hedgehog, I feel like you appreciate it more. Your appreciation will be higher. So yeah, I think. Any '90s Sonic type of fan definitely is this. This hits differently than it would just maybe a casual listener. But yeah, so let's get into Sonic the Hamilton, man. I went through the tape. I mean, you both listened to the tape earlier today. Uh, yeah. I took the liberty of kind of of separating them into three different tiers. Uh, I had my great tier, which is I t- I put those as like if they come on, I listen to it almost every time. Yeah. You could hear where it's like, oh, I haven't heard this in a while. Let me throw this on. This is pretty good, too. And I have my eh, tier where I'm like, this one isn't for me. Um, right. So let's let's start with we'll start with the bad and the good first. Um, let's start with the good. Always okay. start with the good. All right. So Charles gave three. So we're going to give three. Um, you want me to start? You want to start? Um, I can start. Okay. I could start. All right. So um first off, I want to give a shout out to uh, DJ Ski, because uh yeah. with DJ Ski, he was on uh, a lot of these tapes back then where he was promoting it. And of course nowadays people are just like, uh, who's DJ Ski or why is he on here? And yeah. let's let's get it clear, man. Uh no disrespect to DJ Ski or even someone like DJ Drama, because you know DJ Drama is gangster grills, you know. And yeah. so many people get annoyed by the DJs being on this tape, but you have to understand, um, at this time, Charles was signed to Interscope, but he didn't have a buzz. Jimmy Iovine told him, hey, 
make these songs, make these projects, get your buzz out, do what you got to do. And of course, when DJ Ski is up here and Charles wasn't up there yet, he's right here. You got to do what you got to do. You got to get a DJ that's, um, you know, that has a, a reputation yeah. and, and help you put yourself out there. And I think he did a great job with uh, talking when he needed to and mm-hmm. not overdoing it because he's not on every song. You won't hear DJ Ski on every song. But um, That's a good point uh, that you just brought up, though, because he's not and he doesn't overstay his well. You know what I'm saying? He kind of does like the intro. He might pop it in the middle. And then he sends us off. But that's it. He's not yep. he's not talking over every song. He's not yelling. It's just he'll throw his little tag on on a couple of jumps every now and again. But that's it. And I I, I do like the way he did that. That's a good that's a good point. Very yes, sir. Um, so if I was gonna do my three, okay. So um ah man. Uh I'm gonna start off with uh with the heater. So uh, where's my fucking Genesis? I had to start off with that one. You wanna look at a loser? I'm not. Get hit with a face like I Where's my fucking Genesis? I had to start off with that one because um, I remember when I first heard it, and I was just like, "This is what exactly I mean." I'm like, okay, he he sampled uh you know, one of my favorite songs from uh, Sonic 2, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I had had to do the... I kept replaying it, starting over. I'm like, bro, like, it's the fact that uh, he he rapped on a Sonic beat. So it's, for me, one of my favorites. Uh, The fact that he he went so hard on it, he, um, you know, he was he was spitting on there. Uh, he he didn't have any like lazy bars on there, and it's one of those things that like I think it's the best of both worlds. Because like I said, it's a whole thing about it's a sonic beat. It's him rapping. He's he's, he's going hard on the beat, and it's nothing cheesy about it. Like it's, it doesn't feel like oh you know it's ha 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 funny. I get what he's doing. It's like no, it's just uh, yeah. what I would want anyone else to do on it. I don't want someone saying oh this is this is a video game type beat, so I can't rap on it. It's like, no, I think anyone could have um, done well on it, but Charles did so much justice to uh, Where's My Fucking Genesis. So that's going to be my number one. Um, mm, Number two, I will say, um, let me know. I will say, let me know is on there. Um, Another thing I have in common with Charles is that, uh, so he sampled uh, Rihanna on this. And uh, I used to have the biggest crush on Rihanna before even I even knew who Charles was. And I'm like, okay, so this guy likes Sonic. He likes Rihanna. So what, what, what's up with this, man? Like, this guy, like, is he trying to take my life? Like, jeez. Like, but we just had, we, me and him having so much in common um, with, with that song. It's just like a smooth, a smooth, chill song, you know, kind of like you could ride in your car too. Just uh, has a good vibe to it. So I, I really like that. Um, my last one, my third one. Mm, I'll say um, ten minutes. Okay, ten, yeah. ten minutes. I'll, I'll say ten minutes. Uh, that's another one where, like, say it's a it's a smooth beat, something you can ride in the car to. Just has a groove to it, you know. And uh, Charles is uh, I want to say he's synonymous for that because he likes to talk about how he's in the pocket of a song or he's in a certain groove of a song. Um, just the energy he brought on a lot of these songs because with him, he was like twenty, about to turn twenty one and whatnot. And yeah. uh, you can just tell, like I said, he he just enjoyed himself a lot when when making a lot of these songs because he went from being uh, someone that was homeless on the street to someone having a million dollar deal and just being like, hey man, I'm in the best position of my life. So uh, those would be my three. Where's my fucking Genesis? Ten minutes and let me know. Okay. And my three songs, my three songs of being like, hey. If it comes on, I'm listening to it. I'm not skipping it. I'm not for skipping sure. it. For sure. Uh, yeah. Um, just so I want to harp on some points you made. As far as like him rapping over like these sonic beats, I think that the word that we're looking for is like authentic. Like nothing feels forced. Nothing feels like, oh, I have to rap like this. Like I'm rapping like Sonic the Hedgehog. When he doesn't, he's just rapping like Charles, who happens to right. like Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what I'm saying? So. I think that's that's an important piece of like his whole aura at the time is that it nothing ever felt forced. Like when he said when he the things he said, I mean he believed. So that's fine. And I'm like, cool, 
that that way I know that we're we're on the same page as far as how we feel about you know this the music and 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 his beliefs at the time. Um, yeah, uh, so you you definitely picked three of mine that were on here. Uh, I'm going to repeat one. I'll repeat ten minutes because ten minutes to me is like one of my again one of my favorite all time favorite records because there's a lot of corporals that I I kind of used to post on you know college Facebook's like popular so you would post like different things from like song lyrics or whatever. Right. I don't know, yeah, I'm present in my what the fuck class. That was like one of my favorite things to post. Um, I always like to open. I love the I love the phrase spend some time. Like all those different things are always fun. And and the track itself is cool because like it's 10 minutes and it's it's basically that's the length of a sonic zone. So you can tell like each thing, each part of this is him going through the zone. The point of Sonic is to get through the zone as fast as possible. Because yeah. you get 10 minutes, then it's over. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of the equality of death in this situation. Um, so yeah, 10 minutes is, is always, of course, it samples casino, casino, you know what I'm saying? Casino zone or whatever. Oh, casino night. Yeah, casino night, pla- classic, iconic zone. Um, so yeah, I would definitely add that up there. Um, I... I'm always, I've always been a fan of Stir Up Echoes or Sleeping Beauty. Yesterday I walked around for miles Saw the silhouette of what I thought could be you A great sample of a often sampled uh, band of God, now the Incubus. 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 Yeah. Uh, that's the that's Echo is the song that he sampled. Um, I've always liked that record. It's it's this very ghostly, kind of not whispery, but like soft windish record. But like the stuff he does on it is really amazing. I love the lyrics. I love the message. Um, and again, I just the start of it. I said there's nothing. There's nothing wrong. And that's the that's the battle that I'm talking about when it comes to the tape. It's like he's he's it's this inner turmoil because it's like there's nothing wrong. With Everything that I believe, my beliefs are fine. But he's it's it's this constant. Maybe there is something wrong. If people are, you know, what I'm saying people have these things to say, maybe there's something is wrong. But it's it's just so dope how he conveys that through the music, and you know, throughout the tape or whatever. Um. To finish mine off, I'm gonna go. Fans are cool. All right. And I'll say this: when I first listened to the tape. Fans are cool was not very high on my list. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is this beat is very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, and I was like, ah, I could probably do without it. I was like, oh, happy ending is the actual outro to this to this tape. In my mind, I'm like, ah, I can skip this. But then as I got older, I was like, let me listen to this again. And I'm like, oh no, this is this is a good record. And it's a fitting way to end the tape, right? Other than the, you know, the the tracks at the end, obviously. The little Sonic yeah. episode thing. But Fans Are Cool is dope, too, because this was, like, the first tape. I, I played it, I think it was earlier this year when I played it uh, in the car with my son in the car, who's a big okay. Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Like, maybe even more than me. He knows way more shit than me than I do about Sonic at this point. Um but when I played it, he's like, oh, what's that? Who was that? And so, like, I get to share with him something that, something that I listened to, like, 15, 16 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that was a cool experience. So, like, yeah, fans are cool. Definitely rise, rose up in my rankings for the state just off of that. So, yeah, the, those, those would be my three for sure. All right. So uh, I need to make a substitution. Uh, <laughs> substitution. Oh, wow. So, yeah. so, um. Mm, this is why I said, like, it was so... I'm taking 10 minutes out. I have to take 10 minutes out, and I have to put yeah. happy ending in. Happy ending Happy okay. ending is happy ending is replacing uh, 10 minutes. Um, okay. It, it, it's... Oh, God. So it, it, I'm sticking with it. Final answer. I'm locking it yeah. in for real now. Um, but it's one of those things, because, like I said, those songs, a couple of these songs, they're like, if I had to pick three, I'm like, mm, one of these is getting, like, pushed down, but yeah. it's like... so. 
uh, happy ending. Um, it's uh, one of those things where, especially at this time when I was listening to Charles, uh, a lot of those songs that were like the sad and melancholy songs, the ones that you know had the real emotion in it. Um, though those are what I, I really liked, and then I hear them now, even though I might not be in that type of position, I still enjoy them. I still like them. Um, one of the favorite quotes I have for a happy ending because he said, um, basically just how problematic he knows he is. Like he knows that he's a loud mouth. He knows that he says things that's going to get him in trouble. But he always says, um, you know, but that's why I never have problem beefing with the with the vets. You know, so if that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen because I am who I am. Yeah. Um, and I think at that point of the tape, he's kind of at his point of saying, oh well regardless of whatever happens if if i continue to be sonic if i grow to be supersonic uh if i just go back to being charles um i'm cool with it and, and i accept it good good bad and different so but that that's that's going to be my my third one but yeah happy ending i have to i have to keep that in there have to so yeah i like that i like that uh we did this last time so i wanted to keep this i feel like this is gonna be our segment one of our segments on this podcast okay. um is if you had to pick a lead, if this was a commercial album, you know, the label paid for all the samples because they would have to pay a lot, um, a hefty amount. Uh, what would you use as the lead single from this tape? Um, for me, and I'm assuming we're going with uh, it doesn't matter how much the label has to pay, they're going to pay, and it's getting cleared. I'm assuming we're going by yeah, that because, yeah, because, yeah, because you know, uh, Interscope they had a lot of money, but at the same time, if uh, Sega they just said no, we don't want you using it, they're not using it. Yeah. Um, I honestly, uh, where's my fucking Genesis? I would say that just because, uh, how I think about it. One, not even because it's one of my favorite songs. I think it's just um, the whole thing of him already saying, hey, this is me being Sonic the Hedgehog. My tape's called Sonic the Hamilton. I want to try and explain to y'all why I think I'm Sonic. I think that should be like the number one go-to. Hey, it's a song that samples Sonic. I'm talking about Sonic. Um, it it kind of like, you know, the, 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 all the points kind of like bounce back and forth off each other. So it's like, hey, uh, I remember that song from uh, Sonic 2. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, this guy likes Sonic. Oh, guess what? I have other songs like that that are similar compared yeah. to like, um, let's say a song that has maybe like a uh, not as well known sample. I feel like um, you, you're 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 not going to get as much of an audience. Like you're going to get some people. Oh, I like this song, but. I feel like the first people he needs to go for are the people that are more similar like him. The people yeah. like me and you that are like, hey, I used to play Sonic when I was a kid. Uh, probably at that time, I wasn't playing it as much, but I remember all these facts about Sonic and this, this, and that. Like, I think uh, that's exactly what I would go for. Just like, hey, kind of similar to um, November 10th. I think about that. When uh, they made a video for November 10th and all that, that's that's my whole thought process. They had uh, him playing Sonic uh, in the background of the video and whatnot, and then yeah. obviously the background of the song is uh, uh, Sonic 1. So it's just like, it's it, basically that's my whole process. Like, hey, I seem, I felt like it worked pretty well uh, with uh, November 10th. So let's do the same thing. Let's go for round two and get more people to uh, listen that are Sonic fans or video game fans, just people that because those people, those fans are easy to connect with compared to like other hardcore like rap analysts. Like, oh, you did did he use this uh, structure format? Was this an actual freestyle? Did he really write this? You know, so uh, okay. where's my fucking Genesis would be mine. Okay. That's not a bad choice. I, I think that would be my second choice. Um, and I like I like I like your reason. That's a great reason. I'm gonna take it a different route. I'm gonna okay. take it I'm gonna take it a, a similar route but a different uh strategy. You say use a very familiar or recognizable sample. And I like that. I like that idea. And that's why I say ring, I say ringtone rap is the one to use. Okay. Because single ladies had people in a chokehold for a long time and yep. it's, a, it's a very recognizable sound very recognizable beat recognizable song 
And I think with the raps that Charles does there, and he's got a decent hook on there that's infectious enough that it'll get people talking. Like, oh, also you gotta ask yourself, oh, why who 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 is this guy that Beyonce cleared the sample for? So now you've got to now you've got to look into it. Like, oh, well, let me check this out. Let me let me see what you're talking about. You know, now I think I think where we were running into a problem is that if it, if we just put the single out and don't tell anybody what the album's coming out, and then we tell the album's coming out, it's gonna feel weird in in context with the album. Like, oh, it's ringtone rap, but why are we talking about sound? You know what I'm saying? But I feel like enough of the sounds in the background. Will make it. It will make sense to people if they pay attention enough. So, I think ringtone rap is is probably would be my guess and my pick because I feel like it can reach a broader audience versus the niche audience of the video game people. Okay, I, I could see that. Um, I probably would make that like a second or third choice. You know, um, if if this with with ever single we went with and they said, hey. What would be the next single, or what would be yeah. the third single? You know, I could definitely uh, see that working as well too. Um, I, I'm not mad at that choice at all. Not mad at all. I like that. So, uh, and so, what would you say is the skip of the of the album if you have one? Actually, two things before we okay. go to the skip of the album. Um, just so, so y'all know, uh, a lot of these songs on here. Or at least like four or five minutes long. So Good. make Great. make sure you're gonna you're gonna get comfortable when you listen to this project because I think the shortest song might be like three minutes and like fifty something seconds, but that's still long, especially if we're talking about in 2023. You know, nowadays songs, you're lucky if you get the three minutes. Um <laughs> yeah, two thirty. Um, but we we've talked a lot about uh also one thing I want to say, we talked a lot about Sonic too. Um, well, Sonic as well. We talked a lot about Sonic because uh, it's very prevalent. Um, do you have a favorite Sonic Sonic game like that that you played before, or like maybe a favorite zone or something like that? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, so I've always said that Sonic Two is probably my favorite Sonic to play. I, I can pick that up and go at any time. Uh, Sonic Mania is probably the second my second favorite because they they took Sonic 16 bit and did it even better. Uh, but right. Sonic is still my favorite, and I think my favorite zone from that is Hilltop Zone. Okay, I like Hilltop Zone just because I like the I like the beat of it. It's very yeah, very you know got a nice little groove to it, you know. And I I I like the the mechanics of that level too. I think it's like a you have to outrace something in that in that in that zone, and so yeah, I like I like uh, uh hilltop for sure. Um, I'd probably I'd probably have to say the same thing, Sonic Two, just because uh, uh, when playing Sonic with my older brother, I was always Tails, so that was my first time really getting to play Sonic. Um, I played it like the first one a little bit, but you know, playing two and three, I got to play as Tails, and my controllers actually plugged in, so I yeah. actually get to play the game. Yeah. But um, the sad thing is, so with uh, me and my brother, because we were kids when we played it, um, we never got past the second stage. We never got past uh, Chemical Plant. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this, this, this as far as we got, chemical plant. Uh, yeah. I got older. And I'm like, you know what? Let me try this again and play with myself. I got to like the second to the last level. And I'm like, yo, what was up with my brother, man? Why why could we never get past this? But yeah. by myself, I was fine. I was completely fine. But the thing is, y'all know, um, if Sonic dies, it's over. If Tails yeah. dies, he has to Here. have 10, 15 <laughs> seconds to come back. It didn't matter. <laughs> It didn't matter, but um, my favorite zone. I want to say um, ah, it, it, it's going to be a toss up uh, cause uh, me and my brother used to sit at, at casino night zone and just like hit the pinball stage part, whatever. And we're just like we we would almost like run out of time because we would just play around on that part of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that and uh, Mystic Cave is between those two, but I'll say um. I think I have more memories with uh, Casino Night, so I'd say Casino Night, my favorite. So, so that's a great pick. I feel like that's a lot of people's again one of the most iconic stages you can not be Green Hill or Emerald. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Sure. 
Um, skips though. You you want we want to go with the skips yeah. now? Yeah. Um, I had three potential ones, but I'm gonna wait to hear what yours is. Okay. And if you pick what the one that I pick, if you pick we're one, probably, yeah, I'll just pick a different. Okay. Um, we're probably gonna either pick the same one or we're gonna pick. Uh, anyway, I, we're going to probably pick. We're what we're going to either do is pick the same one, or no. you're going to pick the other one that I'm going to pick. Yeah. So, uh-huh. um, my skip is going to be the last song, Captain uh, Slave of Hedgehog. That's going to be my my skip. Before we do that, though, I feel like those should. Count. I feel like Captain Slave of Hedgehog and Eleven Eleven again shouldn't count. Though. All right, They're all right. Really so <laughs> uh, that's like, what I wanted. Yeah, it's all. Like, we shouldn't pick those. We should pick actual ones where he's actually rapping. That's because that's crazy. Okay. All right. So, look, because that I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, should I count those? I'm like, they're on the project. They're they on the are. project, but literally, there's no talking. At least, this is what I will say with 11.11 again. Um, at least it's a beat that's just like an instrumental, you know, even though there's no rapping. I'm like, I would have loved to hear some rapping, but I said that uh, too when I listened today. I was like, ooh, I wish he would have rapped on that. Yeah, so all right, so we're not going to count 11 11 again, not counting Captain Slave of Hedgehog. All right, yep. fine. Um, that's that's completely fine. All right, so uh, if I had to pick one, mm, um, I think it would be Baby Sonic. I, I, I could do without Baby Sonic, uh huh. Yep, it's it, uh uh-uh. uh, that's that's so. He does. He usually does well with like good rock samples, right? Yeah. I'm with some of them are is sometimes it's just loud, and like I can't hear his rapping, and that kind yeah. of bothers me. But just overall, it's just it's not it's not one of my favorite tracks. Um, and then that baby crying at the end. Oh my god! It's <laughs> oh god! It's it's so bad. It's so I just I I that's one of the ones I'm like I could probably do without that. Yeah. However, okay, pick that one. So I'm gonna pick a different. Okay, I, I had two more. Put your cash up is is gonna go off to the side. It was on it was on my list. I was oh like, no! I was just like I listened to it today and I was like I listened to it twice in the last 48 hours, and I'm like, it's okay. It's okay, but I'm like, do I really want to listen to it? Not necessarily. And it's crazy because, like, later on, like, after, like, the Mev is over and, like, you know, Show and them are doing their own thing, Show became yeah. one of my rappers. I like Show. Like, Show was a rapper, like, as he got older and whatever, he got real nice, like, super nice. Uh, but here's, yeah. like, first look at and, and the talking at the end was a bit much. But my other one is one that Charles said that we should listen to. And that's Swaggerless Swag. Okay. Again, it's like it's it's one of those things where like I would listen to it if it came on. But if you're giving me the option, I am going to press skip. Funny story about Swaggerless Swag is I saw the the title. I was like, that's kind of a cool thing. Because swag swaggerless, you don't hear anybody say they don't have swag. I've never heard anybody called Swaggerless. So I had a teammate. Who for a good two to three years in college, his nickname was Swaggerless for me. <laughs> oh, I didn't call me. I was like, yo, yo, Swaggerless, yo, come, yo, let me holler at you real quick. Cause and it wasn't even like he didn't have swag, because he did. He pulled, he pulled a lot, he pulled a lot of girls, bro. It was crazy. Right. However, I was like, how are you doing this? He was just pulling it off. I was like, I was like, that's that's that swaggerless swag. I, I I can't hate on it. It's it works, but yeah. I I I could do I could do without the track. Obviously. Okay, I get you on that. Um, I will say this. Um, I can't speak for your uh for for your boy, but I think it's all about confidence because, um, Charles always talks about like Sonic and all this other stuff that uh people would consider like, uh, lame or corny. But sure. you know he you know he has always been cocky and arrogant and confident in himself and uh sometimes uh that's all you really need is there's so many people that uh are so down on themselves it's like um you gotta shoot your shot and if you miss it you miss it oh well but you know if you make it hey you make it um yeah. 
real quick because you talked about uh put your cash up shout out to uh show two fly because um I, i'm I, I like him as well i like his style uh him and nate but um I think probably the issue with put your cash up is because, okay, so you had 10 minutes right here where they did a uh, casino night. Yeah. And then right after you have put your cash up where they sample casino night again, but it's like the two, I think it's like the two player version uh, of the instrumental. Yeah. But it's, it's casino night again and again. It's one of those things where uh, if you're a Sonic fan, it's like, Oh, Hey, they did the other version of it. They flipped it. Okay. They flipped it with another flip of it. Cool. And they made a different song of it, but uh, like we said, these songs are like almost four or five minutes long. So uh, at a certain point, you could be like, man, uh, I just went through, listened to this song again, kind of. So mm -hmm. I could see that. I I, I do like uh, Put Your Cash Up, but uh, I could see uh, fatigue uh, coming that way. I could see see why someone could say like, ah, you know, it's not that it's bad, but it's like, ah, you know, I could, I could do without it. I could skip it if it had to come to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Um, one more point about just Charles itself. Charles addresses something on the tape. Uh, one of his biggest criticisms, uh, I remember during that time was everybody sounds like he's not trying or he sounds lazy. And I forgot what track he says it on. It's like, he basically says, no, it's not that I, it, I'm not lazy. I'm not trying. It's just, it just sounds so effortless when I do it. <laughs> like I, I, I can do this in my sleep, so it's like that's why it sounds like lazy to you, but to me, I'm going, I'm black, you know what I'm saying? So like, I think that's that's something that kind of followed him for like a long time. Where it's like, oh, it sounds like he's just he's lethargic or he's tired or like, but this is just how he raps, bro. This is just this is regular thing. Yeah. Um, I th I think um. It's a couple of criticisms that he would have. Like I, I know, on, like let's say for example, on uh, Swaggerless Swag, you know, he kind of has that. Like I just woke up out of bed, so I just yawn, and I'm gonna like. It sounds like he's reading off the paper. Like yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get that, but I think for that song at least, it's called Swaggerless Swag, so it's supposed to be like that. Um, and there's some other songs where it's like that. That's kind of the point. But then you know. Uh, other criticisms he, he he has uh when he sings on some of the hooks and whatnot oh why does he sound like eh? people say that he sounds like he's whining like i've heard that before like he sounds like he's whining when he's rapping he's whining when he's singing sometimes oh he doesn't sound uh into it like he's just like reading it you know so um but at the end of the day uh you could kind of say that about like a lot of people like uh i've heard that people just don't like his voice they say oh he can rap but i just don't like his voice and you could name any any other artist. You could say, "Oh, I don't like their voice either." Doesn't mean it's a bad song or they can't rap or sing. So, um, yeah. I, I take I take that type of stuff with like a grain of salt. If he sounded like he he was like just lazy or lethargic on every song, then I'd be like, "All right, well, he might be like some new guy." Like if we listened to this back in two thousand eight, he he sounds like that in every song. All right, well, he he's like an industry plan or something like that. Someone that's just learning the ropes of it, but. Yeah. Uh, he, he shows he shows a lot of versatility in a lot of these songs. Like I said, some songs are the happy songs, some are the cocky songs, some songs are the uh, vulnerable songs, the insecure songs. So, um, for someone that feels that uh, type of way about him, I'm like, hey, you know, you might be giving him a unfair uh, shake shake at the stick. You know what I mean? Pause and uh, no pun intended, but right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. So after listening to it uh, in 2023, how you feel about it today versus how you felt about it before? All right. Um, when I first heard this project, uh, like I said, just like hearing the Sonic samples, uh, hearing just how he incorporated his own style with uh, just how he wanted to tell his story. I was like, oh, man, this guy is this guy's crazy. Um, but now in 2023, where he's dropped so many other type of projects, uh, shown so much more versatility. And like we said, we're not counting 1111 again, and we're not counting the last song. Um, it's one of those things where uh, I still really like the project, but um, I will say I feel like with certain songs, there is uh, uh, much to be left that desired, I guess, you know, because there's certain songs I'm like, this. I remember really liking this when I first heard it. Now I'm like, it's okay. 
So yeah. there, there's um, there's a good half of the project where I'm like, I'm still loving it, still listening to it, not yeah. skipping it. And then there's like maybe another half, uh, maybe a couple songs where I'm like, it's okay. It, yeah. it, 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 it's 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 good but um you know just just good it's, it's good yeah um what about I, yourself I, I still i still think it's iconic i still think it's one of those ones where it's like if you ask like a fan of charles hamilton name like the five most iconic charles hamilton tapes i feel like this one comes up often yeah like you, you're that's going to be one of the first five they make that's just that's just what it is because it kind of is so much. It encapsulates what he was and what he is still kind of uh, today, right? Um, yeah. So I feel like it's still it's still super iconic, one of the most iconic tapes you can listen to by Charles Hamilton. Um, and I still think there's some there's some heat here. There's a lot there's a lot of good heat here. Like I said, in my great category, I would say I would just call it like my, my A category, I guess, or what you want to call it. Um, right. I had yeah, I had one, two, three, four, five, six songs on there. I had another four in the good, and then three in the ad category. So, if they shave it to ten songs, I'd probably have it just slightly a bit, you know, rated a little bit higher. But as is, right. I think it's a really good tape. I think it's one of those ones where, you know, again, it's one of the ones I feel like a star chaser probably needs to go look at, go listen to. Um, just to say they experienced it, and then find a song that you like off there and keep them because, like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff on here that you know, and it's just the nostalgia is is important and is is huge for this tape. So yeah, um, we still don't have like a real rating system, but I did have an idea. I have okay. an idea, but I'm just I'm just I'm gonna throw it out here today, and then we'll just we'll tinker with it until we eventually get it right. Okay, all right. So I feel like we should rate these using like Sonic in some way, right? So for like your, for like the, the best of the best is absolutely probably Super Sonic, right? That's this okay. is Sonic tape. And then for like if let's say your your good tapes, your your these are this is this is solid. You can do like your classic Sonic or base Sonic, right? Right. Some of the ones where you're like, okay, this is this is for a very specific uh star chaser. Go get this if you if you're really into this type of vibe. We can call that, you know, Sonic the Warehog, right? There's different ways we can kind of like play with this. Um, okay. So today I would probably call this one. I would call this a base sonic. Yeah, it's like a base sonic tape. All right. Um with with everything that I've said, um it's gonna sound uh, maybe controversial. Uh, it might sound like I'm, um, you know, uh, condescending, you know, but um, or you know maybe just. But uh, I think with a lot of songs that I really like, and I think a lot of people would really like. Mm. Um, I think the good outweighs the eh a lot more to the point where uh, I'm going to edge it out and say supersonic. It's one of those things where like it it just got it just got to supersonic. It's one of those things where like um he just got the uh the seventh uh chaos emerald. You yeah. just got it by like the skin of his teeth. Cause yeah. it was just like I said, the 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 really great songs that you said, you gotta listen to them, keep them because you're going to go back and listen to these. You're gonna go back and listen to these. And even with some of the songs that you're gonna be like, okay, well that's that one's all right. That one's okay. I feel like this tape is still strong enough to um to still get it like uh, a supersonic rating because, like I said, there there's so many other tapes, and um there's there's tapes that Charles has where like they'll be baseline really good, mm-hmm. just baseline really good. But like this will this will top a lot of them. Believe it or not, you might say, "Hey, I like uh I really like seven of the songs on this tape," but there are strong seven. They're strong seven that like they're going to be in my top twenty or my top forty or, or whatever you want to you know have your ranking or listing. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a supersonic rating. So I I know I know like I said I, I it might seem like I was bashing on it, but at the same time like I said just um there's the really good and then there's there's some eh, some alright ones, but it it's just it it kind of hurts because like we said the last two songs we're not really counting because one's an instrumental and then one's 
not really instrumental it is but then there's just like a episode of like sonic in the background or something like that so it's like i think that's just what really hurts it but if i'm not counting those i think that's what kind of boosts it up a little bit for me so for me personally i'll say supersonic okay and we'll watch called once we once we kind of get like a ranking of like where we had to and we'll add different characters we'll have like rare ones like oh this is a hypersonic but we'll figure it out we'll figure out how to rate it properly and maybe we'll keep okay. like a little board like a message board where we have the rankings and have what we had before um, right I, I enjoyed this talk about Stock the Hamilton man. Like I said, iconic tape, definitely something that the Star Chasers need to go listen to. Um, be sure to follow us on our individual pages where we'll be posting, you know, posting the episode, posting certain clips on here. Uh, I'm at Stick Around 54 on Instagram. That's S T I K Around 54. Mike, where you at? All right. So uh, on Instagram, I'm on the Mike Jackson, T-H-E, Mike Jackson on uh, Twitter, because I'm not calling it X. And I'm going to keep telling you all that. Uh, Mike D. Jackson, Mike D-E-E Jackson. Uh, you can follow me, hit me up, because um, I'm one of those people where uh, we can talk about Sonic as well. Even even if, you know, you you don't know what to ask or you don't know what to say, just uh I'm I'm ready and willing to talk about Charles and Sonic and, and music and everything. So, you know, don't don't be afraid to feel like ah you can't reach out to us, you know. So we're very friendly people, I like to say. Yeah, and be sure to send us the tape that you want us to listen to. Send us a song you want us to dissect. We'll do we're looking to do as many different type of things and episodes about all things Charles. So just hit us up and we'll we'll try to get that in. We'll pack we'll We'll try to base an episode around certain things or maybe do like a grab bag one day. Just like, oh, we're answering questions from Star Chasers and that's the episode. So we're looking for as much engagement as possible. So we're we're excited about this about this journey, man. Um, but this is Stick and Mike and we are signing off Star Chasers Central where we encourage you to chase your dreams. And reach for the stars. <laughs>